Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Cheeseheads. Welcome to another episode of the Cheese Room Podcast and another win as we celebrate a 3-0 victory against Norwich in the Premier League. Joining me to discuss this great game all the way from South London is Mr Paul Muir. How are you doing, Paul? Oh, yeah, I'm doing well. I'm doing very, very well. I've just taken my sunglasses off after looking at the Norwich away kit today. So my, <laughs> my retinas and my uh, my eyeballs have just come back to normal. After that, uh, after them rocking up in that kit, I was expecting a nice canary yellow kit with uh, lotus all over it, but um, we got that monstrosity instead. But yeah, yeah, a good performance and a good win, which I'm sure we're going to go into. Pretty vibrant, wasn't it? A bit more aggressive than that one that Everton had a few years ago, wasn't it? That was more of a yeah. baby pink. This one, was baby just, pink. Uh, <laughs> this one's a bit much. Um, also joining from up north, it's Mr. Seb Short. How are you doing, Seb? I'm all right up until about 10 seconds ago, where, well, so basically today, my eldest boy is in a pantomime, so my wife's gone to kind of support him. I've stayed at home with my little one, we've watched, watched the football, uh, watched a bit of motor racing, I've put him to bed, I've sat here on my own, and I thought, like, I'll tidy up and everything so that when my wife comes home, I don't get bollocks, and I've just noticed there's rabbit poo underneath the table. <laughs> um, that's not like that's not a euphemism or anything we've got rabbits we let them out and uh yeah um uh, yeah i'm a bit stuck now because i can't move before she gets home and she's going to see the poo okay stop <laughs> stop stop you let the rabbits run free around your front room uh well no i'm uh, well not in the front room but yeah in that we've got like a playroom in a dining area and yeah kind of in the playroom bit yeah and free range animals taste they, they, so don't, um, <laughs> they don't they don't actually they they don't poo or wee or anything normally um but yeah there, there is rabbit poo under the table dirty rabbit poo protest yeah okay <laughs> dirty <laughs> protest. Uh, right back to matters in hands as we always do we're going to start with the lineup paul i'm going to save you from talking about rodan today there's no point <laughs> no point but no no it no, was no. a decision to be made royal was nowhere to be seen today so um what did you think about tanganga being put in there rather than 
the man who I will never talk about again. I don't know. I, it just seemed a little bit defensive, maybe. Yeah, you're playing the team bot, uh, bottom two, bot, sorry, bottom of the league because Newcastle won yesterday. Yeah, um, I was, I was, yeah, I was a little bit kind of like, oh, what we're going to do, Tanganga? We know he's not great going forward. We'll probably talk about that in a minute. Yeah, I, I, I didn't expect too much going down the right hand side when I saw Tanganga because we all we know how the fullbacks are important to uh, mm-hmm. Conte ball. But yeah, you're right, it did seem a bit negative. But then if you've got um, Mr. Doherty as your other. Um, option, then maybe yeah. Mr. Tanganga is probably the option that you go for. Yeah, I think that's 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 kind of my thinking as well. But Seb, did you think maybe we'd do something different, maybe in the midfields to change that? Because, like we said, playing against bottom place Norwich in the preview, I said I want us just to go for it from the start and try and dominate them. But we didn't really do that, and the lineup didn't suggest we were, did it? I didn't expect it, there to be anything different. Um, Skips don't play very well over the last couple of games. Um, mm. I don't really see why you change it. Um, and yeah, I agree with Paul. There, there's not many players that um, that don't get in ahead of Doherty. So, <laughs> I don't know if they came there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't surprised by the lineup. Obviously, a bit concerned that Royale was out, but um, knowing that he was sick, who else is going to come in? Mm. Do we think this is a wider thing uh, that he's basically just trying to instill a way of playing to protect the defence? He's he's keeping us solid, even against teams like Norwich, where we could have maybe been a bit more adventurous. No, I think he's picking the best eleven. Okay. I genu- I genuinely think that. I think he's picking the eleven that um, are probably best on the ball and best in terms of effort. You know, there's no doubt that Ndombele is a more skillful player than Oliver Skip. Let's say mm. he don't put it in. So he don't get picked. Yeah, I think that's probably, that's fair enough. And like we've said about players that are on the bench, they've not really done much to impress. So I think Conte is just sticking with that and um, and it's getting results at the end of the day. So we can't really argue too much. Um, Paul, what do you think about the start of the game? Like I said, I wanted us to go on the front foot, but fairly quickly Norwich were cutting him and they had a really good chance, didn't they? Pookie, thankfully kicking it, making it fairly easy for Larice to save. Really Really, really slow start. I don't know if we were tired or a little hangover from Thursday night. I'm not too sure what was going on. But yeah, like allowing them to like get their heads up, like play a ball, like Aaron's, like no one was like trying to close him down on the opposite mm. side as well. Um, their midfield could turn around. McLean had acres of space in the middle of the park. Just a really slow, lethargic, very, very... Uh, Lacking in intensity, um, yeah, it was, it was it was a good chance created down there, right? And they he cut it back, didn't he? And he, I don't think Pookie got hold of it properly, no. and uh, and Lloris kind of like kind of like yeah did a, quite a decent save, but yeah, after about 15, 20 minutes, we started to grow back into it, which was um, which was good, but yeah, but I just like to start teams as you say, just like absolutely go at it from the get go and not just try and like you know do this kind of pitter patter kind of slow 70 75% start actually get in there 90 94% and just absolutely get off fly off the block so to speak but we yeah. don't seem to do that at the minute yeah I mean it's a strange game when you're letting the team bottom of the league have the majority of the possession isn't it Seb and I felt like the goal that we scored obviously was against not really the run of play but it, no one was expecting that from Lucas a 25 yard screamer but great goal wasn't it Oh, it was it was fantastic. Yeah, he, he, his movement when he when he picked up the ball first was, was really good, and a little layoff to mm. to Son, um, and then yeah, kind of kind of um, took it around the player and, and absolutely belted it in the top corner. It was uh, it was fantastic. I would like to see players um, say this with the with the second goal as well. 
um, really celebrate. I'd love to see see them run off towards the crowd and and you know and Lucas just kind of points his hands in the air and it just kind of I didn't feel like I felt like it kind of brought it down a little bit. It was such a good goal. Um, mm. I would have loved to have seen him go a bit mad, really, like like I was. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was a tricky fifteen minutes. The thing that I noticed originally was Sanchez has been given this role, I think, uh, in the last two games to basically be the guy that gets close to the opposition striker. So on yeah. Thursday it was Tony, and today it was um, Puki, um, and he was he followed him round the pitch. Mm. for the first 10 15 minutes but there has to be a point and they they did they did adjust it where actually he lets him go and in the lead up to that chance that Norwich had um he followed Puki right out to the other side so yeah. we, we were completely imbalanced mm. um and at some point like i say he, he, you have to move that man on to um to um the Davis or Region or or over that side um but we were we were completely we it was a proper um Mistake really that, that that led to that chance, but they did sort it after about twenty minutes, and um and then only five minutes later, I, I didn't really even see what happened in the in the stand. Uh, I know Reggie's since said that he's he's going to be back for next week. Don't take it back, your fancy <laughs> team. But like we say we're, we're very disjointed in the way that we attack. Most of it goes down the left, less of it down the right. So we're quite reliant on on Reggie's pace and, and him going down that side. So. Were you worried, Paul, that, that he went off after 15? Uh, yeah, I was. I didn't see what happened, to be honest, because I think the ball's at the end and he just he just went down, um, mm. clutching um, his leg. Um, you know, extra training. Everybody's up, like, trying to get their fitness levels up, especially Reggie Royale and, and the other full-backs are going to get in a lot, put in a lot of shift. You're going to get soft tissue injuries. Um, it's all about... I guess kind of like managing that over next like uh, the, the the next month with the busy games. Sorry, the busy mm-hmm. schedule of games. Um, I was worried to see him to, to see him go down actually because he is he's a he's a key part of Conte ball um, mm-hmm. the fullbacks. But Sess when he came on, I thought Sess did all right. Um, yeah. I thought you know he's he's obviously um, you know he's probably he's probably still blotted his copybook so to speak with Conte with a sending off at Europe. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he got forward well, and he didn't get done at all. Um, not that I can remember anyway. Um, he's still a little bit hesitant about going and taking a man on. He seems to go in the inside a bit more. He doesn't seem to be as quick as I remember him to be. Um, mm, so I don't, I don't know. Maybe 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 injuries have like taken a yard. I don't like to say that about a player. Somebody, somebody especially someone who's so young as Cess. But um, it, it, yeah, to answer your question, I didn't. Yeah, it was a, a bit of a worry to see uh, Reggie go off, but yeah, you know, Cess did all right in his in, his, uh, in replacing him definitely. Yeah. And then the rest of the half, I mean, we had a few chances, didn't we, uh, Seb? There was, the, there was the free kick from Sun that I think the defender got a touch on. Cruel didn't really know what was going on and, and Davis nearly got on the end of that. And then Kane, who had been quite, I guess he was, he just seems like he's getting brighter, but it's still that little extra bit is missing because that chance right towards the end of the half where I think Lucas played him out wide, keeper comes out and Kane thinks, right, I'm going to lob him. I feel like, Kane from last season and every season before that, that's going in, don't you think? Yeah, I, I thought it was in. Obviously, I wasn't I wasn't at the game, but um, but yeah, I thought I thought it was in. But actually, it wasn't actually that close. Um, I, thought, I just think it was one of those where I expected the net to to, to bulge as it went over the key after it went over the keeper's head. Yeah, um, yeah look, I'm sick of kind of talking about Harry Kane, but he's <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I, I, I genuinely don't know what it is. I pride myself that you know. 
I hope we all do that. We kind of know what's going on. We can see if a player's just out of form or he's coming back from an injury or um, loss of confidence or anything like that. And I genuinely don't know. I don't know if it's bad luck. I don't I don't know what it is with him. I obviously, he had another chance later on that was a really good save by Krull. Um, and, you know, I've said it on previous pods, you just want one, to, one in to go off, going off his bum or something like yeah. that, the old the old cliche. Um I don't know. He just not doesn't look like the player we know. I, I I don't know what else to say. No, but I think it's definitely positive that he is taking those shots. He had a few from outside the box today. Like you said, that shot that Krull saved was actually you know pretty much out of nowhere. He just thought wrong, hit it, and it was a great strike. Kept it low. Mm. Krull did well to get down. Um, so I just think there's it, there's definite positives in his play at the moment. Even if certain things you expect of the old game would have come off every time, still aren't. I still think he's he's just feels like he's like running in treacle to try and get back up to speed. It was very funny on the commentary that I watched. I watched some stream from Hong Kong. And as with, as I've touched on this before, as with every stream, no matter where it is from around the world, the COCOM is always a player, an ex-player from the other side. <laughs> I don't know who it was. It, if I want to say like, if you're newer or some, something like that, but he was ex-Norwich. And at one point he referred to Norwich as us. Um, oh. <laughs> and he said um, in the lead up to that uh, Kane chance that that um, that Krull saved, um, he said, look at Kane coming deep. That just smacks of desperation. And within about five <laughs> seconds, he belted the ball and Krull had obviously pulled off that really good save. And the commentator actually went, well, it wasn't that desperate, was it? Nearly result, resulted in the goal. But it was just, yeah, I, I know I've kind of gone off, off topic here, but I'm sick of watching commentaries that, they they're just so biased. Um, uh, you know, I, if I have to watch another Liverpool game with Carragher or McManaman, or it's just oh, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I've gone right off topic. <laughs> uh, you need to you need to just mute the commentary, Seb. I obviously winds you up far too much. Yeah, it really does. the game. <laughs> <laughs> but Paul, was it from? Was it after that shot that we got the corner that um, we scored from? I think, yeah, I think it was, yeah. It was from yeah. that shot, yeah. I mean, that was a surprise, wasn't it? Da- Davis got on the end of it and Davis was actually involved in quite a lot of it today. Mate, Davis, Davis's head, Davis's shoulder, it's all going off for us at the moment, isn't it? And then Sanchez <laughs> swivels like the athlete that we all know he is and like lashes it. it I mean, I couldn't believe it when like he ran off like and like Dyer's looking at him like surprised. And I'm like, I look to my right and guys sitting next to me, Celia and Matt and um, and Chris were like, it, it, it's because um, it, I, I bollock Sanchez left, right and centre. He's, he's, he's my player this season where I just shout out. And he was like, yeah, Sanchez. No, it was a lovely finish. Like, they showed it again on the big screens. And, uh, yeah, really nice kind of like, you know, yeah, obviously really, really good uh, kind of reactions. Swilled and smashed it and straight in the corner. Goalie's, no goalie saving there. It was, um, yeah, I mean, he's now got the same amount of league goals as Kane. So, um, there you go. <laughs> but he didn't celebrate either. He looked really pissed off. He just yeah. looked surprised, Seb. I mean, they all look surprised. I said, like, Dyer's looking at him, Davis is looking at him, and, like, Kane is, like, I don't know, I think Kane was, like, going towards getting the ball. I was like, oh, he scored. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was it was quite subdued. It's quite subdued. But is that not just because he knows that a lot of the fans don't rate him, and so he's just like, yeah, fuck you, I've scored. A little bit. I, I Yeah, yeah, possibly. De- definitely, definitely. I mean, 
yeah, he misplaced a couple of plus in the first 20, 25 minutes. And not only me was, uh, and not only I, excuse me, were getting on his back. It, it, you know, it was a lot coming from the left and the south stand and stuff as well. But, you know, the manager obviously sees something in him. So, yeah. um, you know, and he gets a goal today. So hopefully that could like give him a bit more confidence, you know, that, that we know he's a good player. We, we know. Mm. And he, he did very well during the week when the bombardment came in, um, on the corners and stuff. And, you know, he, on his, on his days, he's, He's a very he's he's a he's a competent centre back. It's just we don't see that day that often and very very rarely lately, which is a shame. But the goal you can't take it. it was, you know, he he reacted really well. Swivel bang. Thanks for playing. You know, goal. Yeah. Fun. And I was uh, chatting to the guys next to me talking about that stat of how long it's been since we've scored from a corner. I guess that counts, even if there was a touch before it went in. I don't know, maybe not. But it was good to see that we scored from a set piece. Definitely the same phase of play. Yeah, we, that's definitely scoring from yeah. a corner. Yeah, right. yeah, it's in the six yard. And then the third goal was was quite different, wasn't it? Seb, it was a nice bit of play. Like Davis just just driving into the box, nice pass, nice bit of interplay with Skip, gives it to Sonny, and Sonny managed to. I think he went through for like four Norwich players before it went in the back of the net. Good finish. Yeah, it was good finish. But yeah, Dave, Davis again. He's he just. He's popping up in these areas and uh, mm. the opposition don't know what to do. I mean, it, it, I'm guessing that, in a way, is that three assists in two games? If you can count the Brentford one as an yeah. assist. Yeah. And then, it's, a bit, it's a bit like Sheffield United when they were playing that three at the back and then the two on either side would occasionally get forward. But, you know, Davis, is uh, he's, he's doing well, isn't he? Yeah, it's and that left-hand side, um, I think is it, it's where we look good. Um, when yeah. the ball comes out there, Reguillon, uh, obviously before he went off, but as we've said, Sessignon did, did, did okay today. Um, Davis and Son, um, uh, you know, and it, when Davis moves up, it frees Son to come in, to come inside and be that second striker. Um, and I, I really like the play down that side. If we could get it on the right, you know, it, it, it would really balance us out. Obviously with Tanganga today, I just felt like he didn't play badly, but it, as, whenever he got the ball in an advanced position, we knew exactly what was going to happen. The defensive mid- midfielder would, would would come back, create the angle, and it would go backwards. And then it would go mm. inside and invariably it would be lost or it, it would break down. Um, there's no pace. There's no there's no willingness to to kind of get in behind on that on that right-hand side. Um, obviously, Royal potentially makes makes a difference there. Yeah, and I think that might be why he got... When was it he got taken off? It was about the 60th minute, something like that, I think, Tanganga. And he just got skinned as well, hadn't he, Paul, by Williams. Yeah. They had that really good chance where Pookie, all right, his, his shot was rubbish, but mm. either if he'd got any other touch on, that could have been a goal. And uh, and that was at 1-0, wasn't it? So I think we scored just after that. Mm-hmm. So Norwich had a chance. This is the thing about the game today. I don't think any of us, when we were talking about it in the, in the ground, thought that we played particularly well. Like when I've come back, Norwich did have the majority of possession, like 60% at home, which is not great. And they had a few chances. And if it was some slightly better finishing, we could have been in trouble, I think. And so today was a pretty fortunate 3-0, which is a weird thing to say, but... Um, no, it wasn't. No, it, it wasn't. <laughs> can, you right. get a for- can you get a fortunate 3-0? Yeah. Is that, does such thing exist? I think there is, yeah. I mean, look, it, what did like Lur- I said, Apart from that save from Pookie, what really did Larice have to do? Well, no, this is it. But like I said, that's that chance with Ida. That's at one nil. Yeah, yeah. I get, and he's I get. basically got the goal in front of him. He just sticks his foot out to you know, and it, and it goes wide, which he's and he's about eight yards in front of goal. Like that was the, that was the big one. That was the, that was the big one. But they, they I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of done with with some of the the comments about 
certain players. I thought Williams for Norwich today was very, very good. Yeah, he but, was. The but, young guy would have. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he but good. Max Aaron's apparently is 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 the next big thing. I thought he was absolutely <laughs> useless. Uh, mm. Billy Gilmore, absolutely useless, and he's meant to be, you know, the the future of Scottish football, if even if that's a thing. Um, you know, and the, the, sorry to rant now, but the other thing was I just remembered there was the commentator. I'm sorry to spring this up again. They had a player who I think is called Lise Malou, right? Pierre Lees Malou. And the commentator yeah. kept referring to him as Les Malloy. Now, <laughs> <laughs> now, I had a plumber called Les Malley, right? And every time he kept saying Les Malloy, uh, honestly, like his name's not Les, it's Lee Malou. But th- there you go. Anyway, but back to what I was saying. Yeah, Aaron's not good, but Williams, I thought, gave Tanganga the, the run around today. Hmm. No, I think he did. But yeah, you're right. Like Nor- the, I guess Norwich had a lot of the ball, but they didn't really do much with it. And they had a few chances and they got they got in behind us. But I just think the quality of their fishing, I don't think Ida's that great. Puki on his day is good. And that midfield, like you said, Lees Malou, McLean, they're both very average functional players. And, and Gilmore, like you can see he's a, I don't know, like you can see something about him. He's got good technique, mm-hmm. but he didn't do anything today, did he's he? He's trying to do too much in that team. He's trying mm. to look. Countwell obviously was on the bench today, make his way back. Uh, they brought Sergeant on as well. But Gilmore's trying to do too much. He's, he's using too much energy getting around fighting fires when he should just stick to one position and do what he does uh, uh, pretty well. Mm. At one point in the first half, um, the gap between our center, sorry, the, our DMs, uh, Hoiberg and Skip, and the front three, the only person in the, in, in the centre circle was the ref and Billy Gilmore. We are too far stretched. We, we are not comp- we, in the second half. We came out and again, Matt Daniels sits next to me. Uh, he said we look a lot more compact, which, which is great. But that that yeah, Gilmore, he's just trying to do too much uh, in that team. If he just sat and just like orchestrated something from the bottom of the midfield, it, it'd be much more. Uh, it'd probably be much more efficient and much better for mm. the team as a whole. But and yeah, you think Skip was the best midfielder on the pitch again yeah, yeah. No, absolutely um, is... tomorrow or morning i'm just going to slide along in the wet grass and try and scoop the ball back from people running at full pace like skip does <laughs> on about, I, i'm just going to go slide along like clapham common or whatever park i happen to be in and just slide and just and just do my, do my skippy and just try and slide and trap the ball and just run at full pelt of it the other way because he's done it now three or four times his timing of his tackles since he's come back from suspension i've noticed has been superb. It's been. Yeah. It's, 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 he's come back from the suspension. I don't know if someone's had a chat with him. Maybe Conte has written and go, don't pick up needless kind of cards. Because he never backchats the ref. He's never in the ref's face. He's, he, he's, he's literally like, I know he's just done his A levels. He's like, he's like a schoolboy. He's like, oh, right. Okay, ref. Yeah, okay, fine. I'll take the yellow. Yeah. And he's, he's he, I don't know if refs kind of think, oh, I've got to dish out a card here. Oh, look, there's Skip. Oh, he's, he's fell over. Or some guy's fallen over near Skip. We'll, we'll yellow card Skip. But, since he come back from that suspension, he's been, he's, he's, he's tackling has been superb. I mean, he, could, he always could tackle, but mm. the timing at the minute, he, he does his slide thing, slide, and he scoops the ball and he's got it, and he, and he gets up from that tackle with the ball. It's yeah, it's it, I don't know if it's a skill. I don't know if it, it obviously it's a skill, but it's it's good to see. It's good to see. It's, it's a England, special move. Do you reckon England cap? Uh, eventually, yeah, I'd, I'd imagine so. Uh, him and Rice, I, I, I can't see him displacing Rice. I can't see that. Well, you never know. Injuries, they might pull out. West Ham might want not want Rice to go away because of whatever. You never know. Might be more Phillips than, than Rice, to be fair. 
Yeah, both. And that's the problem. He has got two players in front of him. But it's that, that sort of thing where we'll play one game where it doesn't really matter. It'll be inconsequential. They'll call him up to the squad and he might get a half or something like that. The Ryan but, Mason cap. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> um, let's just talk a little bit about what has improved under Conte in the last few games. Admittedly, we've not been playing the uh, hardest competition in the league and we've got a big test coming up in Liverpool fairly soon. But um, the the XG, <laughs> Seb, hmm. talk us through it. Like, What was it that the stat is? In in no game, in no Premier League game this season under Nuno, did we ever get to two goals of XG. Um, and we've done it in three consecutive games under Conte. Um, yeah. Leeds, Brentford and and now Norwich. I know, I know they're not the greatest, but when you're not getting two against Watford and Wolves and other teams that we played under Nuno, yeah. I think I think you can see the difference. Um, and it's not just it's not just the the actual stat you you can see it with your own eyes you know sure. we, we're trying to attack teams so i think that's the that's 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 the biggest difference mm. it does seem very like uh, obviously it's not an overnight revolution it's it's very slow we we we're, we're gradually getting better and better but we're definitely seeing an improving Spurs side. I think that's fair to be saying. Conte admitted as much in his post-match interview. He said there's still a lot of work to be done, and I think that's that's good. Um, but I think there's a there's a solid team there. We just need some additions to, to help him out. We, I need, think. we need to be patient as well, Franco. I mean, he's come in and he's taken. I mean, some of those players in that squad now have been there, as we all can say, far far too long. Harry Winks, mm. Ali, um, these kind of people. You know, you know big money players with, with big egos and can play well. I don't know what people are expecting from Conte. It wasn't going to be like changing overnight. You know, the league is definitely, uh, I'm going to repeat it again. I mean, we, we, we can get fourth. We, if we win our game in hand, we, we'd be fourth now. Um, he's, yeah, yeah. Attacking modes of play, uh, little systems of play. Defence looks a lot a lot more assured as well, you know. All the, all the things we talk about on podcast week in week out, and also on the, on the YouTube is like yeah, we we can see definite players starting to play 85 percent of their potential. And under Nuno, it wasn't even it wasn't the third level, it wasn't even sixty sixty five percent. It was people playing well within themselves and not and not doing the basics. You know, and yeah, we are running. I know the stat against Leeds is, is well known, but you know, Conte game by game, little by little. Every day a little bit better is what is what I say, and yep. yeah, lo- long way it continue. It's definitely forward momentum, and it's forward progress. He's been here what less than two months, so yeah. And also, you just in little things like the closing down in in the in the opponent's third. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Things like that where you got Lucas and and someone else. I can't remember who it was today, and I was just like, well, they're actually going. And as soon as you lost the ball, they were closing down. I just feel like that that just disappeared. So. I think there's he's instilling uh, a much better attitude in this squad, and um, it's definitely positive. I just wonder where where we'd be if we'd have got even a draw against Man United, because I look now at the United appointment, and it, like, it might work. It might work for him. I, I'm not so sure. It's, it seems odd to have an interim who's at his first press conference has said, "Well, I might be here for a bit longer. Who knows?" Um, <laughs> and we've we've gone and got the manager that we, we all wanted yeah. um, and who is seemingly putting in plans now that will see us see us good. Even if, even if he's only there for 18 months, we will be 100% in a better place in 18 months' time than we were a month, two months ago. Um, he's, he's changed the, 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 the attitude of the place. Look, you, you boys have, have, have been to the ground. I'm mm. sure it's a million times different to what it was two, three months ago. Um, and you know, fingers crossed, he he gets 
what I want to see is, yeah, I'd like to see the squad rebuilt a little bit, but I want to see the players that are there improving. And mm. so far, if you look at Davis, if you look at Dyer, uh, Reggion, um, Son, even, um, yeah, they, they are there are marked improvements from six weeks ago. So yeah. that that's all you can ask for. Exactly. Yeah. He's got his own exactly. song now as well. Uh, Tottenham boys making all the noise. That tune is now Antonio. And <laughs> he's got his own chant now today. So, and he clapped us when we sang it. When we, excuse me, when we sung it, um, which was quite nice. So there you go. He's he's uh, turning he's turning it around. But you're right, Seb. I don't know. If Franco picked up on it today. It's a much more positive uh, building, and it's a building in the day uh, to be in. And um, yeah. People smiling, yeah. Felt vaguely confident going out today. You know, it's always every game is a banana skin potentially, but yeah, you're right. I mean, he, he, there is definitely a marked improvement in the atmosphere. No one booed today, apart from the ref. Booed the ref, I think, at once, but no one booed, <laughs> which was uh, the first time in a while. That even at half time, under you know, so, yeah, it's just yeah, people were happy. People were happy, which is good to see. Yeah, winning helps. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so looking on to midweek. It's a tough game next weekend. Seb will disagree, but it is a tough game away next weekend to Brighton. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you think we're going to do? How strong? Because it's a must-win game. We don't win midweek. It's a good chance that Vitessa are going to win their game against Murrah. So, we need to beat Wren. We're on the same points as uh, Vitessa. So, we've got to beat their, their result, basically. And, and Wren are the strongest team in the league. I mean, the only thing, I suppose, is that they're through. So, they might not yeah. care so much and they might not play such a strong team and they might not put in quite so much of a, a commitment. So how strong do you think we're going to go midweek, Paul? comes down to what Conte really thinks about a tournament, I think. Um, I must admit, I'm siding with Davo now. I can't believe I'm saying that for a second week running. Um, <laughs> I'm beginning to lose. I, I don't, I must admit, I don't, I'm losing a little bit of care for this tournament. Um, yeah. What do I, if, if, if Conte wants to go out and he wants to win it, then we'll see uh, quite a similar team. We'll probably see obviously see Sis start. I think he'll he'll keep um, he'll keep uh, Reggie uh, back for Brighton. Uh, you'll probably see Skip or Hoybjerg get a rest. Probably Hoybjerg, to be honest, and you'll probably see Winks going there as well. Um, probably Delhi for someone like Lucas. Maybe give Delhi another go. I think he'll play Son. I think he'll play Kane. That is if he wants to um, if he wants to progress. If he does want to progress, he'll probably give the B, the B, you know, he'll probably completely change it. Oh, and he'll he'll put Galini in goal rather than Lloris. But um, as I say, it all comes down to how how much Conte wants to wants to use his tournament and progress in his tournament. Mm. We might have a bit of trouble at left back because if Reggie's injured and Cess will be suspended, so I don't know what. Would oh be shit! There. Yeah, Cess will be suspended. Um, yeah, you forget about that. Left back, Davis. Yeah, but then, well, then Rodon, I suppose, might come in defence and then Dave, Davis might play at the left. I think yeah. he'll go really strong. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't think he'll he'll, he'll change um, too much. I don't think Galini will play. I think if you're Conte, you don't give any um, uh, what's the, encouragement, if you like, to the idea that you might not be taking a game seriously, especially mm-hmm. a game that if you win it, you progress. Like, it, like it, you need as a manager to kind of install in, instill the the willing mentality throughout competitions. You can't pick and choose. Um, yeah. I agree that at the moment the competition is a little bit boring, um, and you know it's been a little bit embarrassing so far. But 
once it reaches the last 32, the last 16, once some teams drop down from the Europa and you've got potentially, I think, Celtic and Rangers, have you, and teams like that, it'll get yeah. a bit feisty. It, 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 I'm not saying it's the greatest tournament in the world, but you get to the knockout stages and, and it's going to be entertaining. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I, I would hope and I think he will go quite strong. I think Lloris will play. I think Kane will play. Son will play. Um, probably, I would say that the only change, like like I said, would be Davis would have to cover the left hand side, and maybe that's when uh, that's when Rodon comes in. Um, but uh, um, uh, maybe Bergvine for, for for Lucas. Lucas ran and ran and ran today. Yeah, um, so I could maybe see that. But aside from that, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect to see too many changes. So we've got we've got a league game Sunday the twelfth. Brighton obviously they're midweek. We're, we're away to Leicester. Then we're yeah. at home again to Liverpool, nineteenth, and we've got EFL Cup uh, to um, West Ham. I was going to say the Travellers can't say that obviously um, on the twenty second. <laughs> we've got a lot of games. I mean, it's five games coming up. Yeah, if you go strong, we get injured. Um, well, you know, I, I don't think you can look at it like that, Paul. I think you, you really? go strong. Okay. Yeah, I think if you go strong. If you get injured, you then deal with that for the next game. That that uh, look. If we go out of this, mm. if, you know, if we if we go out of it, the, you know, I've said before we came on air at the moment. I, I feel that there's so many media agendas. If we go out of this, we 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 will get crucified. Mm. Absolutely, you should have listened to some of the radio that I heard after the Murrah defeat, which is obviously embarrassing. It you know. It it wasn't wasn't good. You can't you can't pretend otherwise. But it was overboard. Yeah, you know, there was mm. a guy. There was a guy phoned up a radio station that we all know talk shite, and uh, and was going on. And they said, "Do you think it's time for Conte to to, to go?" Yeah, as in like as in, should, <laughs> not as in not as in like we should sack him. As in like should he just walk out now? <laughs> I mean, that, it, that that's the type of thing that we will have to deal with if we lose. Or, or draw even because I think uh, if if Vitesse win their game, then we're out. Um, we need to go at it, go strong, get through, and then we can reevaluate it in February. And I don't think you can pick and choose and say, well, if if Kane got injured, if Kane gets injured, we'll deal with that for the next game. Yeah, no, I think I agree with that to an extent. I mean, we've got a tough run of games coming up, but that's what it's like, isn't it? <laughs> like every other team, when it comes to the Christmas period, it's very busy. We've got some tough games over that as well. So. Mm. Yeah, it's not going to be easy, but I don't. I think I agree. There's not probably many decisions to make. The only one is really whether Brian Hill or Bergvine get opportunities because these are the games where we expect them to play, aren't they, Paul? Yeah, I like I like Hill. I think I said it before on on, on the last podcast. I think um, you know he's going to get smashed. He's you know as I said, he's fifty kilos or whatever, like wet through. Um, the way he runs at the ball, the way he runs the defenders, and you know, he can be seen to be like being a little bit kind of lightweight. Someone's going to smash him. Um, I like, yeah, Hill to come in is a 10, just maybe floating around, trying to create angles, trying to go past the player. He played a one, twos around the box and stuff that we started to do today. Um, in a little bit, some of the build up play. Um, but yeah, you're, you're looking to see probably Hill, uh, Stevie B get like maybe 90 minutes instead of more. Cause as, as Seb said, he did put in a shift today. I mean, He's, he's vertical leap, and I've said this before, he's prodigious at that front post. It's just amazing the height he gets. Mm-hmm. Um, and he works really hard. He's still, you know, like, you know, running at 75, 80 minutes at, you know, like at kind of 100% capacity, which which is good. So, yeah, it'd be nice to see Stevie B. Definitely nice to see, um, it'd be nice to see Hill and, and see if he's come back after his injury that happened in the, the Europa game as well. Mm. I'd like to see Hill get, get uh, time with first team players. I'd like yeah. to see what he can do when he's not got 
um, Deli Ali and Matt Doherty and uh, you know the, the others. I'd like to see what he can do with Kane and Son, um, mm. with Skip and Hoybier behind him or something like that. So yeah, I, I do think sometimes when when we're playing these Europa games or B team games or whatever, um, mm. that it, it can be unfortunate. You're trying to make um, a case for yourself, but you're playing alongside players who maybe aren't that committed it is it's harder to shine out i'd like to see what he can do within the first team setup yeah no i think it would be a good opportunity for him and um i wouldn't be too upset if we see him in midweek right um let me just quickly mention um our special offer with beer52.com i mentioned it a few weeks ago uh instead of the usual 8 beers you get 10 beers uh and it's all you have to do is pay the £5.95 postage. So essentially, you're not paying for the beers at all. Uh, this is just a special offer leading up to Christmas. Uh, to, to get the offer, go to beer52.com forward slash cheese. I've finished uh, the, the free sample that they sent me. It's a really interesting sort of wide variety of beers from across the world. So nothing that you'd normally find in the supermarket. I don't think I recognise any of them, but there's some really interesting flavours in there. Some of them are a bit too hoppy for me uh, and some of them are a bit too dark for me as well, but I'm a bit of a <laughs> session session beer drinker. But it was really interesting to sort of try the different flavours and then the variety in there was really great. Uh, you also get good snacks, which my missus enjoyed, some uh, tikka masala, I think it was, corn chips and something else. And also a little magazine um, to sort of, give you a guide to the, the sort of things that you'll be tasting in the box. So that's really good. Um, so it's your, probably pretty much your last chance. Get involved, like I said, 5 95 to stock up your uh, cabinet in time for Christmas is a really good deal. So get involved, beer52.com forward slash cheese. Right, Mr. Muir, thank you ever so much for joining. Always, always. yeah, it was nice. Nice to have a nice early game, get back, have a few drinks, and then, sorry, early game, finish, a few drinks, and get back and do this. Enjoyed it. Thanks for having me on. No worries. And Seb, uh, quickly run on, clean up all that rabbit shit before your missus gets home. <laughs> yeah, she's not home yet. So yeah, I've still got a bit of time. Can I just mention, uh, I don't normally push things like this, but the Patreon chat, because uh, within the Patreon that, that we have uh, at the moment, we're running a prediction league and uh, I'm trying to chase down Pat Chan. Big, big shout out to Pat Chan. Yeah. And look, Villa Leicester, I couldn't normally care. We had it on because <laughs> I was watching it with my boy. But I tell you what, I was praying that we'd hang on. Weed? Who's we? That Villa would hang on for a 2-1. For a 2-1. Oh. I, had, I had 2-1 in the prediction. And I tell you what, it really mattered because Pat Chan had 2-2. And I was I was I was watching it like like my life depended on it. So, you know, a little bit different. It's like watching it's like fantasy league when you're trying to trying to get extra points. Um but yeah, anyone who's not signed up already, get on the Patreon because it, it, it's it's a good laugh and uh, a good chat. So that's my little push for you, Franco. Yeah, cheers. You do realise if you win that, you're not getting the prize. <laughs> what? What? Now you tell me. Is it the same deal as a beer 52? No one else gets any samples, just Franco. <laughs> Is it the same vibe as that? Listen, it's for patrons only. We can't be giving it out to you know, established cheeseheads. We've got, we've got some nice signed photos that we got from Graham Roberts framed up and everything, waiting for the winner of those competitions. So again, like, like we said, we're trying to give back to our patrons. We always do run these little competitions. We've got the Fancy Football League going on and various things. You know, we'll always have stuff going on with decent prizes as well giving back to the patreon so get involved um patreon.com forward slash cheese room podcast right if you haven't subscribed to um, any of our socials then do so look out on youtube for the monday night show caller and the gang will be back tomorrow night reviewing the game and, and talking the usual um i was gonna say nonsense but that's a bit rude 
Uh, <laughs> no, that's pretty spot on. <laughs> yeah, I won't even edit that out. That's fair enough. Um, <laughs> so get involved there. And uh, and obviously the Friday show as well. And we'll have a review of the Rengo midweek. Brendan will be back from Brazil. Hopefully he's not getting attacked by bats and drinking too much this week. So he'll be on his best behaviour. Famous Brazilian bats. <laughs> anyway, thanks for sticking with us, Cheeseheads. And um, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.